Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Rill, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation. Guys, sorry about this when, but I am outside walking and talking, and hopefully I can speak over the wind. I can talk above it, over it, guys, because I really want to drop this vitamin off to you today while I'm out here walking and talking. The vitamin of support and validation so that you know that you ain't crazy. So, yeah, I give support and validation to, back to what I was saying, to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or think they're in one, don't know what the crap is going on. And this is my podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, you might hear cars riding by, driving by, the wind blowing, obviously, birds chirping. Um, I just love walking and talking as well. A lot of my thoughts come to me while I'm kind of moving about. I don't know how it is for you guys, but that's how it is for me. It's very therapeutic. And just to help other people is therapeutic as well, to let you know you got this, you're stronger than you think you are. And I am here to encourage you, um, along with many other content creators who might resonate with you, their stories, their stories, their experiences uh, might resonate with you. I have one person who I always give a shout out to, and that's Dr. Romani. Just watching her channels, listening to her information, getting validation to understand, um, to, to have to get a better understanding of what I was going through. Her channel helped me out a lot and the different resources that she gives and that she's attached to as well. It helped me out a lot and everybody's different. You know, how you heal, how you deal with, you know, getting your strength back and things like that coming out of that abusive relationship or that traumatic experience, you know, hoping that you've learned or can learn the necessary things that you need to know about the personality disorder so that you can identify it moving forward and not allow yourself to be abused by no one, you know, whether it's intimacy or an, in, an intimate relationship, whether it's work related, whether it's children, whether it's a parent, whether it's a friendship, anything. You just won't allow people to misuse you or abuse you, you know? So it goes across the board. Hi, how are you? So, um, back to what I was saying after walking and talking and just to put the disclaimer out there, I'm Rachel Real. I am a thriver from being in a five-year narcissistic relationship. Didn't know what I was dealing with. Had to put the work in. You got to put the work in. You got to, you know, reevaluate the situation. Take full accountability for your part in it. Take full responsibility and accountability for, you know, allowing someone to come into your life like that and you know, dealing with what you, to or tolerating what you tolerated, you know, not to beat yourself up, but you do have to take accountability because, you know, people only, I know I can speak for myself. People will only do to me what I allow them to. And if I keep showing up, what do I expect? They're going to keep doing the same thing. So I talked about that in another episode. Um, check it out. But I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, anything of the like. I am a life coach who is very informal, you know, and just 
I'm here to coach you along in whatever way I can, and that's to even. There are certain things I have in place, programs and things like that, that are very basic. Um, if you have trauma and things like that, I can refer you out. You know, we can talk about what does a good therapist look like because I can speak on that, you know, not from what I've learned as going through uh, the whole life coaching uh, learning experience, you know, and getting the credentials and things like that. And again, it's on a basic level, just to put that disclaimer out there. I know what it's like having to choose a life coach, excuse me, not only a life coach, but a counselor, therapist, and things like that, because I had another experience with that where the person was not experienced dealing with someone who's a narcissist or who has a narcissistic personality. Not They didn't even have to diagnose it, but at least know something about it. And they didn't. And if they did, they didn't speak about it. Another episode, as well as the person or the counselor did not understand uh, how to deal with alcohol abuse either. The manipulation that an alcoholic or functioning alcoholic will do. You know, I was advised to get myself help and they totally ignored the problem and pretty much encouraged me to stay there. So that's another topic again. Um, so anyway, now that that disclaimer is out there, enough of that. Um, let's talk about the topic for today and just how I get my topic. Some of them are things that come to me from just my own thoughts, what I feel like somebody might need to hear, whatever the Lord, I am a Christian, whatever the Lord puts in my heart for me to share, I'll bring that out and talk about it, bring that up and talk about it. And then there are times where I get questions that I usually respond to um, by typing in a message. I feel that, or I used to respond to by typing in the messages. Now I've taken those questions and I'll respond to them um, on my podcast, just so that people can have, you know, it can reach a broader audience. And it's not only to those who are registered um, on that Quora website, or even if you're not following Dr. Romney yet, for whatever reason, but she has topics as well that I might uh, give my commentary on. So it comes in various forms with how I come up with different topics. Again, if the Holy Spirit directs me to speak on something that I feel someone needs to hear, um, I'm going to speak on it. So that's what it is. And speaking on it is giving you support and encouragement and validation and support to let you know you ain't crazy, you know? So I know for me, when I was going through, it was very helpful to just hear someone who doesn't matter where you live or whatever, or who you are, male or female, female, but just to understand, you know, some just to have a better understanding that I wasn't crazy and that there were others out there who had some of the same experiences or some of them had worse experiences, you know? The manipulation is just crazy. So there were two topics that came across um, my path yesterday. One was Dr. Romani's um, topic. She did it, I think she covered that topic a while ago. One of her followers asked the question and they were, you know, are all narcissists cheaters? And then there was another one that came in from Cora today where, um, well, the narcissist, let me get the right thing. Wait a minute, guys. 
I'm not going to cover their cheating one today. Shout out to Dr. Romani. I'll do that another day, whether or not all narcissists are cheaters. And she was right on point. Obviously, she's a psychologist. Why wouldn't she be? She's one of the ones that I trust. Let's be clear on that. That's why I give her a shout out and don't take credit. Um, I just, again, give my commentary or expound on it because every audience is different. People might receive things in a different light than others. So that's all. Um, okay, this one was, and which is what I'm going to speak on. Hopefully I can get through it, guys, in a minute. I am walking and talking and just trying to look at this topic. This question that came in for core, it says, how do narcissists show their love in a long-term relationship? That's what it was. How do, how do narcissists show their love in a long-term relationship? And I'm going to give my commentary on that thing because I was like, oh, yeah, let me get a piece of that. Because, again, I can speak to some of these things because of my own personal experience. And that's kind of how I'm moving right now. Every day is different. Um, but... I know that if I had that experience, I know that there are others out there who have had the same experience or you are experiencing it now, you know, unfortunately. So how do they show their love in a long-term relationship? Guess what? They don't. At least that was my experience. No, they they do not show their love in a long-term relationship. And it kind of ties into what Dr. Romney was saying as far as the cheating is concerned. And that's what does cheating look like? You know, anytime somebody breaks your trust and they're building an emotional relationship with somebody else, that's infidelity too. Because if the person does not know that you're doing it, that you're building this relationship with someone else, it's not always about uh, intercourse, you know, sexual intercourse and things like that. I, it's both of them are hurtful, but it's even more hurtful when you're building an emotional connection with somebody. You're over there validating somebody else instead of the person who you're with. And or now with social media, you know, that's like a, a freaking playground for a narc because again, they need constant admiration, something that you're not even able to do in the human body. You can't do that. It's never enough. The more you give, the more they're going to want. Excuse the one. I'm going to try to talk over it. But the more you give, the more they want. So you can never give the amount of admiration, because it's endless, that a narcissist, a person who has a narcissistic personality, will ever uh, need to have. Because it's, like, endless, you know? So anyway, back to that, we're... You know, will they, um, with the love and affection and things like that, will they actually give it in a long-term relationship? Mm-mm, that ain't happening. You know, unless you are somebody who's tolerating, uh, making them happy. And how do they get happy? Excuse me. How are they happy with you? That's if you're uh, kissing their tail constantly letting them abuse you, letting them devaluate, I'm devaluate, let the, letting them devalue you, letting them discard you, bringing you back in to do it all over again, 
or even if you live with them and haven't left, you can still get Hoover because if you come to grips where, okay, I'm just going to stay in this thing and not say anything to them, they're going to do the same thing. They'll find a way to love bomb you if you're there. They will find a way to love bomb you, to devalue you, discard you, and then try to patch you up and do it all over again, even if you're living with them. You're not living with them. They'll find a way to contact you if you are a good supply. If you're not a good supply, they're not going to bother you. They're going to move on to the next, you know, but too, unfortunately, too often people be wanting to get hoovered and you don't realize if you can get away from that thing, count yourself blessed. You're fortunate that you stood up for yourself enough to the point where they know they can't mess with you anymore. And if they know they can't mess with you anymore, they will leave you alone. That's what happened to me. You know, he knew I was hooked. He knew I was hooked on to his game. I knew about him. Now I understand. I see what you, I see who you are. I see what you're doing. I know this is some demonic type of uh, just crap you're, you're, you're dealing with or under or whatever the case may be. It got to a point where it's like, look, I don't even give a damn. I'm not trying to figure you out any further. I got to take control of my life and get up out of here. Because again, the longer you stay, the worse it's going to get. So you're never going to be okay. Plan to be tortured. There's a book out for that. Plan to be tortured whenever you're involved with a narcissist. So if you've confirmed that they have those personality, that personality, you know, call a thing a thing. Don't think, oh yeah, if I'm in this relationship long term, long enough, they're going to, they're going to change. No, they're not. You know, they're going to start probably seeing someone else again, if they are a cheater, because again, with mine, he claimed the, the way that we could have a good relationship or a great marriage is just don't do what he did before. This fool really believed that crap. He really believed that. So because you cheated on the other ones, that's why I said you can't win for losing. Because you cheated on all your other previous relationships, all of your other marriages, because I was the fourth, all of your other marriages, you want me to believe, or you really believe in your mind and want me to co-sign with you that you're supposed to get brownie points because you're not cheating with me. Bullshit. Bullcrap. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. But in his sick mind, oh yeah, you're great. He's really in all of his little flying monkeys. Those are the people, the flying monkeys are the people who goes around. It's like they're little puppets on a string, you know, going out to get information to take it back to the narc, you know, and they set them up just for that because they don't know them like you do. So anyhow, um, and if I sound like I'm out of breath, it's because your girl is walking up the hill. But anyhow, um, I'm not going to be long-winded with this. But yeah, this man really felt like because he didn't cheat anymore that I'm supposed to give him brownie points despite the devaluating. I mean, the de devaluating me, dismissive, being very dismissive of anything that he felt he didn't want to hear. Just blatantly rude disrespectful, giving me the solid treatment again whenever he felt like he wanted to be upset about something that I clearly didn't even know why he was upset. It got to a point where I'm like, fine, be upset. I'm not having this battle with you. I'm not going to keep asking you why because they will make up shit. They will make it up. 
it wouldn't even be anything, especially when I started getting hip to it. I'm like, I'm not doing anything that's going to upset you. I already got it. So you're not going to have anything to say that I did, you know? And because of that, excuse the wind again, but this air feels amazing. I'm sorry you got to hear it blowing, but it feels so good out here. But anyway, yeah, he would um, just act as if, again, he should have a freaking crown on his head because supposedly he's no longer a cheater. I'm like, dude, I didn't know you in that life. I wouldn't be with you if I had evidence that you were cheating. You know, total deal breaker. Never knew that I had to look at a narcissistic personality being a deal breaker. You know, so all of that, I love you unconditionally. He threw that in my face. Oh, you said you love me unconditionally. You don't love me unconditionally. I'm like, look, I didn't even know this stuff existed, that someone could literally be out to hurt a person and say they love you at the same time. You're telling me how much you love me. You're telling everyone else how much you love me to make me look crazy that when I'm ready to react or leave, I got to deal with the guilt because everybody thinks I'm such a fool for leaving you because they will show off some of them. They all move. They have the same basic similarities, but they move differently. Some of them, in my case, it explained why he showed off so much. Like, how can you be out here singing songs to me at a karaoke event at the same time, hello, singing songs to me at a karaoke event, singing how much you love me, and they looking at me like, oh my gosh, girl, you got the best relationship. You're this, you that. Go and get my food. Do whatever. Act like he's so in love. All of these different things. And then to get in the car, he'll pick a fight. To get to the back to the crib. He's trying to argue, and I'm like, I was confused as hell. I'm like, how did you just do that? And now we're dealing with this. Now we're not even talking. We used to look so, to me, it was embarrassing. Because who am I going to go back and tell that this man switched up? How do I look saying that when they just saw everything that they saw? Even if he bought me something and wanted me to wear it, if it's a ring, if it's the earrings, if it's a watch. Look at what I bought my baby. All bull crap. It's all a part of the facade. So guys, I say that to you as I wrap this up. Don't feel that they will begin to love you more. They're going to change. You're just not. It's unfortunate, but you got to call a thing a thing. If you are a person who's dealing with this kind of abuse, this silent abuse, where... People feel like because you're not walking around with a black eye or because there is no evidence that this person slept with someone else, please don't feel that you're supposed to deal with this crap. Please don't. No. When you know that you ain't crazy and what you're dealing with is so debilitating, so hurtful, you feel alone, you feel like you can't talk to nobody, which a lot of the times you can, which is why you should be putting that work in listening to as much content as you can about this thing to find out who's that content creator, therapist, whoever, who's that one that you really feel like you're getting something from. And I'm just speaking from experience. That's what I had to do. 
who did I really feel was moving me in the right direction? And you know, naturally, you will feel it. You don't have to force it. You will feel it. And trust me, each day, you're going to become stronger and stronger and stronger as long as you put the work in to be disciplined to just commit to yourself with getting educated about the personality disorder and watch it, you know, watch the pattern. If you see a pattern, you don't have to say anything. Just start doing what you need to do to protect yourself, protect your heart, protect your mind, because they're like vampires. They just want to suck the life out of you. And don't take it personal because it's who they are. Don't feel like, oh, they're just doing this to me. If I do better, they'll treat me better. They're not going to do it to anyone else. Yeah, they will. Look at the pattern. Who else feels some type of way about them from their past? Think about the ones who are not making excuses, because I know with my experience, I could see him. I saw where he did certain things, and I felt like, even to a family member, where he just got a pass. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no wonder you're in your 50s, your mid-50s, and you're still doing the same thing because you have all of these enablers around you who blames other people right along with you for your actions. So guess what, guys? It's not for you to figure out. Those of you who might be going through this nonsense, that's not your battle, you know? Your battle is your life. It's you. If you have dependents, it's about your dependents. Be there for them. Make a difference, you know? Maybe you can help somebody else. You will find a way to find some kind of therapy, something that's therapeutic for you, whether it's working out. Maybe you you like drawing. Maybe you like sewing. You know, maybe you like hiking. Whatever it is, find your passion and own it. You know, get in tune with it. Put the energy there. And that way, you will shift your attention from the person who is hurting you, that narc, and put it into yourself. And again, I'm speaking from experience. That's what helped me heal. I started taking the attention off of them. You know, oh, they're doing this. Oh, they're doing that. Oh, they're not doing it. Don't mm -mm, take the attention off of them. Because again, a person who has a narcissistic personality is so manipulative. Like you can't catch, you can't keep up. Because you address one thing and they look like they're getting better with that. They're going to go and F something else up. They will sabotage a good thing. They're just going to go and do something else. If you feel like they weren't hurting you or they were hurting you in one area and you address that and they seem like they got better, they're going to jump and do something else. And then once you address that, then they're going to go back to doing what they did before. Like it's hop, 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 like a damn rabbit. So you can't keep up. You will never be able to keep up. Leave those people to themselves. It's their responsibility to get the help that they need. And again, whoever it is, learn how to protect your boundaries. And yes, I understand that this is not something that you can just do overnight, but I say to you, start your work. If it's a job where you're totally being mistreated and things like that, start looking for another one, you know? Um, start documenting, but nothing is worth your sanity, you know? In the relationship, if you feel like, oh, I don't have anywhere else to go, again, start plan it, whether it takes a month, months, a year or two, whatever the case may be, start putting the work in. And again, that's getting educated, understanding what you're doing, listening to as much positive content that you can and understand, come to reality that who you fell for 
that person that you feel like you're taking all of this shit for and all of this abuse for, they're not even real in the first place. So what are you fighting for? To stay with somebody who's fake? They're not real. That's why you're starting to see the real person. And again, they know that you, when after a while, they're going to know that you know. And they're going to start treating you worse. So be ready for the roller coaster ride of being tortured. Oh, I like you today. Or I like you right now. But in three hours, I'm not going to like you anymore. Oh, I'm smiling. I'm happy now. Tomorrow, I'm going to be mad again. Like, who in the hell has time to deal with that nonsense? That's insane. Don't do it to yourself. Don't allow yourself to be tortured. I mean, tortured. Torture, guys. So let me wrap this up. I've been talking enough. I pray that you have found value in something I've said today. Your girl, Rachel Real, is about to be out. Um, this is a very uh, informal type of podcast. Um, in the future, I probably will have some guests on right now. Um, you know, and I'm very selective of who I will have on my podcast. Very selective. So haven't come across anyone yet, but I'm sure there will be some to come. I like to hear from people who are thrivers, you know, who has gone through something and they've made it out, you know. Let's hear that successful story. Let's that that testimony, you know, cuz that's what I'm speaking about to let you know you're going to thrive one day and you're going to be able to help somebody else out because of you went through your healing, you got through it, and that's what this is all about. That's what this journey is about to get the word out there that these people do exist. You know, this is real talk, and it's time to talk about it because the more you talk about it, people will become more aware to know that they ain't crazy, that there are some people out here who just, they can look like they have it together, but they really don't. And once you kind of like zoom in, you'll see. You'll see when people are actually being fake. I promise you, you will be able to identify the thing the more you get educated about it. So, yes. Your girl joined the community to raise awareness about this disorder, this personality disorder, and to let you know you ain't crazy. So peace and blessings to you. Love you much. Talk to you in the next episode. You got this. Bye.